are you? <laughs> What's my mother's name? All right, chill out. Well, let's, get, let's start the show. Welcome back after a long absence to the PLP podcast with your boy Carlos D. And this is your girl, Christy. Happy 2018 to you. Yes. What is it? New Year, same old shitty ass show. <laughs> true, <laughs> we true. are back once again after a little absence. Back. Uh, just a quick recap of what the show is. This is the PLP podcast, the Platonic Life Partners, where two platonic life partners, one male, one female, have decided to come together and have each other's backs for the rest of our lives. And then we come on here and talk um, usually ignorant crap to each other. So welcome back. Uh, you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and of course, iTunes. Whoop, whoop. Please like, rate, review, comment. If you have any questions, concerns, you can email us at theplppodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at theplppodcast, which is hosted by our Big eyed beauty. Yes, yes, that's me. Miss Christy, Christy. Jean Washington <laughs> the <third>. Sanderson <laughs> the third. Yes, yes. I'm known for my big, beautiful brown eyes. Pretty brown eyes. Yes, so we're back. Yeah. Yes, we are, we are. Happy New Year. It's been what, like almost uh, a been month. over a month. Well, it's been a month and some change uh, since you know. we last recorded. You know, we was out doing our things, living our fabulous lives. Don't worry about who we are. That's on your business. But we were enjoying ourselves and now we are back to I don't know. I don't even know what we do. Just talk. We're back to I'm calling it season two. Carlos It's not season two. We don't do it. seasons. This is a in my mind, Long it's season two, show. episode number 17. 17, or episode one of season there two. There ain't no damn season in the show. We'll have to. We'll, we'll agree to disagree. We'll let Paige decide, our, our intern. Who, she won, she who won one day to, away from getting fired. Well, you couldn't let her go over the holidays. That would be I the know, worst thing I do. know. And she Jewish, so she wasn't even celebrating any holidays, so I don't get Well, Hanukkah. That, well, let's now. come on. You're off the topic. <laughs> anyway, let's get let's get the show started with our uh, first segment. Well, oh, wait. I, oh. I didn't even get to do my shout outs. Oh, my bad. I forgot. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Well, I thought we stopped doing shout outs, my G. But go ahead. Well, no. Well, this is just. I forgot you got so many friends. Opening up the Shout year. out to Rob Jackson. <laughs> shout out to the homie Rob uh, and his family who uh, brought home their baby boy. Uh, they had a baby last year and now he is home um, healthy and safe. So just shout out to you and your family. Thank you for listening. Also, shout out to my other, my first best friend, Corey and son his wife. A, you son of a bitch. <laughs> wife, hold on, they got married? Yeah, he's married. And they are expecting their first child. So I wasn't invited to the wedding, though. I thought it was supposed to be a wedding. You were not invited to the wedding. Though. You went to the wedding without me? I are you being dead ass serious? We're getting off topic. I, we're getting off so topic. So now they need to call me off guard. Now we got to go down this route. <laughs> did you really go to the wedding without me? I did not. Were you? Was there a wedding? There was a wedding. Were you not invited to your best friend's wedding? They, look, we're going off topic. I'm trying to shout out their, All right, my apologies. Know, shout out to Corey. good news with the baby. Hopefully you'll be a better best friend than I am with my childhood best friend who is, uh, has a kid almost close to one year and I still have not seen Yes, him. he was supposed to send us some pictures. 
Oh yeah, we talk, you talk to him. You talk yeah, to him. I talked talk to Carlos's best friend. They well, had a he's baby. not really my best friend now, but he was as a child. Well, anyway, so it's a lot of people, you know, growing families, black love, babies, excellent. Shout out to you. Happy yeah, but uh, congratulations, Raw, for bringing bringing home the um the baby. And I, I almost was about to go to over actually, you know, but I forgot I had a shout out because you always say I, I trash Baltimore all the time. Oh, okay. I want to give a shout out to a brother from Baltimore, uh, Aaron Maven. Yes. Of the uh, formerly of the NFL, I forgot what teams he played for, but he played for a couple of teams in the NFL. Young brother, uh, played in the league for a couple of years, um, left the league, and is going back and giving back to as a teacher down in Baltimore. Yes, he is. A and teacher. I want to shout out. Um, it's kind of a good and a bad thing about Baltimore in the fact that good that this young, this brother is from Baltimore, going back to the community and giving back and teaching these young kids. But also a kind of a bad story, the fact that. He was teaching in a classroom or a school that didn't have heat. And then they expect these young minds to be bright and energetic and into learning when they can't get basic necessities. And, you know, that's a big problem. But I heard he started a a GoFundMe that and people gave a lot of money and raised doubled the goal. So shout out to that brother for, you know, being a strong role model and a positive influence in the community. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Shout out to him for sure. A positive thing in Baltimore. All right. Can we start the show? We can now start the show. All right, so we're going to go straight into our hit segment, Overreaction or Nah. Yeah. So you got one? Yeah. So, but just to get... Oh, the premise of Overreaction yeah, or Nah. I got to do all the work on this show. Come on now. So the premise of Overreaction or Nah is basically we find stories in the news, wherever it may be, about people's reaction to an event that happened in the news and whether the, re- the reaction to this event is appropriate or are they overreacting and they shouldn't be up so upset about what happened. So that's just the general premise. So you got one for us? Yeah, so my overreaction or not this week um, comes from the H&M catalog or website. So H&M is like a store where you go to and buy clothes. And so in the kitty section, they had uh, a sweatshirt that said, coolest monkey in the jungle and of all the kids of all the kid models for h&m they put a little black boy in that sweatshirt a little negro baby a little negro baby and the coolest monkey in the jungle sweatshirt there were other sweatshirts in the collection some of them just had animals on them some of them said like survival expert or like things related to nature and being outdoorsy but the long shirt with a reference to a monkey was put on a black kid and it just made you wonder like who like approved this who said that this was okay with all the racial under and overtones of how you know we were called monkeys how to this day bananas are still thrown at people like dave Chappelle comes to mind y'all gonna put the little monkey shirt on the black boy so social media was outraged and rightfully so. So it was a justified overreaction. So it was not a irrational. Then. It was a justified response. It was a it, yes. You, thank you for the correction. It well, was a justified response, uh, and it just comes, you know, at a time where we've had like a long line of retailers and companies who are just beating up on black people and still being racist, like with the whole Dove thing. Mm-hmm that happened last year it's just like when are y'all gonna stop or when are y'all gonna get a person of color that helps room, make yeah. these decisions so okay so me oh you know i like to play devil's advocate sometimes like is it the saying itself or just because they put it on a black kid like is the shirt cool 
Like, is the shirt just cool? Is it cool to call somebody, anybody, it could be the coolest monkey in the jungle? Yes, I think the shirt is fine, but to put the only black child then in the it shirt is the problem. Is wrong. And well, I what if I as a black person just bought that I don't shirt? Think, I don't think I many black it. people would. What if it, that shirt kind of was kind of funky fresh, though? I kind of liked it. Well, if they had it in your size, I guess you could wear it. Well, I do wear a husky <laughs> boys large, and I think I could probably find it. But no, I, you're, you're, you're right. Uh, you know, even if I don't know if that was their goal, you never know with this is these companies real guardian. Are they really that stupid to be that blatantly dumb about it? Right. But I think it's just like or, well, most things are it's just an ignorance thing. Where or people even don't think to about think stuff that, like that. Oh, nobody's gonna get offended by this, or this isn't offensive. Yes, it is. Put a little white kid in it. Let I think I think it's the ignorance factor more than anything though. That they are just ignorant to the fact how people might respond to something as opposed to is it like blatant racism like they were like, Oh, I definitely wanna put this black kid in this monkey shirt. That's why I always be thinking about what is it really? Is it they just say you're it so stupid blatant, and ignorant they can't figure stuff be out? Subconscious or unco- it could True. be like on the low low, you're like oh okay monkeys. Oh we got this little black boy. Let me put him in this shirt. Like you just never know. I mean it's not like a. I don't think it's over as overt as that, but there is something going on where at the end of the day they just need to check somebody else. Somebody needs to approve some of this stuff that's coming out and going out. Okay, I got you. So what's your story? So I'm going to say yes. We agree that it was the correct response from the social medias. Okay. So my story is a fresh story from the Golden Globes. Um, apparently there was a campaign at the Golden Globes for all the was it women. I guess the women and men to wear all black. Yes. They had to wear black thing. And this is for the Me Too campaign or to support or not support. Support women who have been victim of sexual assault or sexual misconduct. But not just women. Anybody, male or female, because we know Terry Crews also was a victim of this. Yeah. Was he there? I don't I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. watch war shows. I don't care about the Golden Globes. But it was supposed to do that. So... Apparently, one actress, and I'm not familiar with her work. I don't know who she is. Her name is... She's nobody. She hasn't okay. been in anything popular. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Her name is Blanca Blanco. Her name is Blanca Blanco. So, maybe she just was like, there's a lot of black going on already in my name that I don't want to be black. <laughs> she wore a nice, sexy red dress. Now, I'm going to say the dress looks good on her. Blanca is white, though. Sorry. Oh, is Blanca white? Yeah. Blanca is white. Go ahead. Uh, Blanca is white? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why she said I'm white, white. Hold on, I'm, and I'm a spin. <laughs> What's going on? Right, anyway, what, don't it? ever correct me again on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I'm gonna say she looked good in her dress. But the the reaction was that people have given her hell on her. I guess, I'm not giving her hell, but there's been an outcry of people on social media getting at her because she didn't she didn't wear black like everybody else. She wore a red dress, and they were like, "Well, what does this mean that she doesn't support women? Why is she doing this?" Twitter was upset, giving her a ride act. Uh-huh. They claimed that she wasn't supporting women because she wore this dress. In this situation, I think that it is an overreaction. I think that you don't know her reason or her rationale for wearing this dress. It does not mean that she doesn't support you know, the Me Too movement or people not being sexually assaulted. And I also think we got a problem in this country with that if people don't fall in line with what everybody else wants us to be upset about or wants to be uh, participate in, then we attack that person. But and how I, can you say mm-hmm. you stand up for women's rights or you want to fight for women's rights or women's equality or whatever it is and then attack a woman because she chose to do something that was her own independent mind? But why? But if this is the only one thing that the industry is asking you to do at this one event, 
why go against the grain? But like, who what, is saying she's you, going why, against the grain? Because you're not. Because she went. Against who says the she grain? has to do? But what why they tell not? Her to do, though? But why not? Why not? Well, that's the point. We don't know. So why are we jumping that it's a negative thing? Why are we jumping towards a negative thing? Because you're standing out. You're making. Maybe she just wanted to make headlines. Because I thought at first this was the same girl who wore that. Um, Trump dress to oh, no, like one of the actress, yeah. um, award shows the last couple of years, but like it just for me, yeah, this was a time that you really could have fallen in line and shown solidarity with these women for this one request to wear black. Um, and instead you're kind of standing out for the wrong reason and not that you have a super huge career anyway, because honestly, I've never heard of you. I don't know who you are. Um, you're just making yourself look even worse and hopefully you don't get any other assignments because you did not stand with these women who have been sexually assaulted and abused in the industry. Um, and that's all I, you know, I think that the reaction to her, uh, not participating, you know, the backlash is warranted and yeah. yeah so I, I mean, I understand what you're saying that she had a choice and yeah, and she, she, she put out a statement since then. And she yeah, said, she I love statement. Red. Red oh. does not mean I'm against the movement. I applaud and stand by these courageous actions that continue to break the cycle of abuse through their actions. Why, blah, not, blah, blah, why blah, not, blah, not wear blah. red to the after party? Like, wear black to the but, red carpet. Nobody's going to see her then. It, but I'm just, I don't know. I just disagree with that. She just kind of like fell. Uh, yeah, I don't like that at I, all. I think we have a problem with we... And the dress was ugly anyway. Wow. Well, she didn't look ugly to me. Wow. <laughs> anyway. So we're going to go with, what's the final word for you? The final verdict for me is you should have wore black. Blanca. So justifiable. I'm going to say overreaction. You can't attack people for not being a part of what you want them to be a part of. That defeats the whole purpose of, of, of stuff like that. When we tell people what they have to be inclusive in something that they may not support or that they may support in other ways. You can't dictate how other people protest stuff. And that's a big thing that came from this that you should learn from this NFL flag protest. You can't tell me when to protest, how to protest, or what I'm allowed to protest. You can't be upset with me because I don't choose to fall in line with the way you want something to be done. And I'm saying people should not attack her. Definitely an overreaction by the public. Okay. Wrapping it up. That's overreaction or not. Uh, if you always, if you, anybody else see a story, please send it to the PLP podcast at gmail.com and Christy will add it to my docket. Of course, I'm too busy to <laughs> I'll put it in your check the emails. red box every morning. You probably don't even know what that's in reference to. But um, the red box DVD rental machines. No. So like on the break, I told, and then I was like texting you crazy stuff, but I watched the crown, all that stuff about the, um, oh, the Royal, you know those British, the Royal yeah. House of Windsor. Got a freaking thousand emails about oh. Princess Diana and Charles and would you give story. up the monarchy? <laughs> I don't give a damn about no monarchy. So shout out to Netflix and the crown and all the other documentaries I watched related to the Royal House of Windsor. All right. So you spent your anyway. entire life doing it. Yes, I did. My break. I anyway, spent my break doing that. Well, but the break's just, over. We back at it. Let's get it. The break is over. Let's get it. Main topic. Let's get it. Main topic. I'm fired up right now. What's up? He's fired up. On gummy bears. Off some gummy bears because he hadn't had sugar in nah, the past man, eight days. No, man. You know I haven't had water. I've just been drinking water. Haven't had no alcohol. Look at you. You know, just cleansing off the body. You got to cleanse off your temple every once in a while. Yeah, that's true. This that's ain't true. no fad. I mean, this ain't no uh, serious thing. It's just a little quick cleansing to flush my body and my soul you doing it january and february or just january nah february i've been a vegetarian 
Okay, okay. But you know, January I'm doing no, no nothing but water, and then vegetarian. I'm a vegetarian. Ugh, vegetarian in February. Mm-hmm. And then and March, March I'll be back to my to raggedy eating my pork, eating my bacon, swine drinking sandwiches. heavily. Wait, in moderation. So you're not doing um, alcohol in February? No, I'm about either? to drink alcohol in February first. Oh, okay. Well, okay, you know, I, ain't, I mean the Super Bowl gonna be right there. I gotta have. I can, it's better if I can have no wings. I gotta at least have a beer. Twenty three more days. Yeah, we got it. All right, so what's up? What's what's on deck? So when we left off our last episode, one of the last things that we Eagle said was something back. about Kwanzaa. Oh, okay. And like neither one of us knew anything about Kwanzaa. We made a joke about celebrating it, but I actually I was like, you know what? I'm actually gonna celebrate Kwanzaa. I want to know what it is. You know, I want to learn more about it. So I went on a mission to look up what it was, who invented it and all that stuff. And I was actually disappointed by what I found. So the theme for this episode is really, unfortunately, black disappointment. White man invented it? No. But so we all know what Kwanzaa is. Seven day celebration starts the day after Christmas. Who knew it was seven days, to be honest with you? Okay. So Kwanzaa is a seven day celebration from December 26th through January 1st. Mm-hmm. And it was created by this guy named Milana Karanga. Okay. So each so like day. like an brother? I think he probably changed his name. I, I don't know. Sound like a good woke brother. So anyway, what it is, is each day is marked by a principal celebrating like something like unity or self-determination. Unity. Collective work, basically celebrating black culture, working together, okay. strength, faith, purpose, blah, blah, blah. So I started out celebrating, you know, Kwanzaa. I would text one of my friends what the principal was and we would figure out what we were doing for that day. And I think I even texted you. Text you texted me, but I was out of town, so I couldn't participate. I did text fully. you, but so... After the first, the second day, I was like looking it up on Twitter. Twitter is always ruining like stuff for me. How would you stay off Twitter, man? That's and the devil. I found out that the guy who invented Kwanzaa. He raped some people. Yeah. Oh, well, damn. I he, was just joking. He, no, he served time for felonious assault and false imprisonment. What's felonious assault? Um, I didn't get that far, but basically what... The page said, Wikipedia, you know, most trusted source. No, of course. That's so I get all my facts. <laughs> he was um, convicted of keeping a woman against her will, stripping her down, and beating her with an electrical cord, and putting a hot iron in her mouth. And Why was hot? Yes. And was Clint- this before after he invented Kwanzaa? After he invented Kwanzaa. You son of a bitch. You just ruined Kwanzaa for and me. And he put her toe in a vice. So Kwanzaa was developed or invented in 1966. Come 1971, you up here disrespecting a black woman with your wife to boot because his wife participated in it. So they both was. They were both. Can like, they tor- kidnap this woman? Who was the lady? Whoever. They were swingers. I don't know. You did literal to no research. I don't know if she. <laughs> Is this story even real? It's a real story. She like, well, I don't know any of the facts, but uh, probably I they do, beat up a woman, I, kidnapped I do her. I know the facts. All I right. can't tell you that. She so then, what happened after that? that they were did he go to swingers, jail? But he went to jail. Um, and for I life, he, hope he no, he got out of jail and now he's like a professor. He's still alive. He's still alive. You he's said he invented like, this back in the sixties. He was alive back in the sixties. He's and like he's seventy still something. Oh, he's damn, still alive, and he's like a professor and um, so like that black Kwanzaa. studies. It, so you was all hyped to check was, into your black roots, black connects with a black holiday, yeah. and then you end up getting disappointed because the black man who invented it was a psychopath. Yeah, and it, and so somebody was like, "You got to separate him from the principles," and I'm like, "Yeah." But they like, say that still, all the time, though. Like it makes sense. Like it. Like, the, in theory, Kwanzaa is a good idea. But then if you look at the person behind it, it was like, what was you really on? Like, you don't even, how can I celebrate something that you don't even 
He, he don't even respect people. Yeah, you don't live. You how you, you know you talk about this unity and all this. Yes, I see what you're saying though. Because how are you gonna be this person that's promoting all these positive things and you beating people, a psycho, kidnapping people, and doing all this stuff to people? Right. So it's hard to do it. And then, like you said, we get into this thing a lot. We talked about this on the show before about is it possible to separate people? Mm-hmm. Positive things they may have done from the negative things they can have done, and are you still able or allowed to enjoy the positive thing they done, given the fact that it is something negative? And we always go back to the Bill Cosby thing. I couldn't do it. I you couldn't enjoy the Cosby show. No, I'm talking about for this. Oh, in you this case, you can rock I couldn't with celebrate Kwanzaa. I stopped celebrating Kwanzaa. But it's a little different because you had just started. That was your first time ever doing it. Yeah. Because you have done the same invested. thing if you had been celebrating Kwanzaa since you was like twenty, like. Not like 25 years. So she was a little kid. Have you been celebrating Kwanzaa? I probably would have thought harder. Would you have dropped out of it? It's so easy. Yeah, I would have thought harder about it, about dropping out of it. But, you know, good point. Just because it was my first time digging in. I'm like, But that's a little crazy. Because look at, look at some of the other stuff that you do celebrate that you know is born out of some negative stuff. So Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving for example. Thanksgiving, for example. I you try love not to call Thanksgiving. It. I try not to call it Thanksgiving. I actually, like some of my you friends that I text, I'd be like, what you doing with your dinner? What, what you doing with your family on Thursday? Like that week like, of Thanksgiving. What you mean Thanksgiving? And like, like, because I know that's like, what they say. They, they, about Thanksgiving, I'm born. It's Thanksgiving, girl. You got to code it down because I don't, it's nothing to be thankful for. Like, so you just thankful for, you just like the day to spend with your family, but you yeah. don't care about the Thanksgiving aspect of it. It's, I mean, it's, it's not Thanksgiving. It's, a, to you. it's nothing to be thankful for. Mm, okay. So, but I mean, I'm just saying, it's this, a lot of stuff. Yeah. I feel like we, we gotta, we gotta find a way to like not do that though, where we have to learn how to separate stuff because if we do, we're not gonna be able to enjoy anything in life anymore. Everything is falling apart. Everything is some type of scandal behind it. There are no good people left. Everything okay. has some type of negative thing to it. And I swear, I don't know anything that's, that has is 100% clear. So, okay. So, what if Trump invented a holiday? You celebrating that? What you mean? If he... If like, if he... Like, him being the president of the United States made a federal holiday? Or... I'm, I'm gonna like, stay my ass at home. Because... <laughs> I know you're gonna stay at home. <laughs> but when but I like, celebrate it... I don't celebrate holidays though, really now. Like but, when it's like Columbus Day, it's not like I go out and learn about Columbus. I just don't go to work. Well, Columbus Day is not a real holiday. Well, any day, like on Veterans Day, I don't. Uh, well, I don't out. go worship the veterans. More no. that I don't worship the veterans. Fourth of July, I don't be super patriotic. I just go to a cookout. Whatever. I saw you in the um, American flag. I can't even get my yeah, joke exactly. out. Exactly, because it's a bad joke. It's not even funny. Shut up. But. Um, no, no disrespect to the veterans, you know, Memorial Day, you know, have friends that have served and all that stuff. So we're not trying to disrespect that, but, uh, I don't, for this particular holiday, just going back to Kwanzaa, I couldn't finish celebrating it and I'll never, um, try to celebrate it again. I was wondering why you didn't respond to my text when I saved you one of the, I gave you one of the days. I know. And And you was like, ignored it. I was like, oh, maybe she didn't get it. No, I was like, I gotta, I gotta. Cause you know to be rude and not respond to a text. Why are you living in the past? Mm-hmm. Living, 2018 these first eight days have been quite nice new year new me new year new me yeah so that was like one of the things i wanted to talk about okay so then also what with Speak the theme on, you notice a christy based episode so if it sucks don't come to me don't why are we i'm joking they know they know i gotta tease you that's that's a part of the dynamic Anyways, I tease you. I'm about to punch you in the face i tease you you threaten me with violence so with the whole that's true that's true so going with the whole what happened over the holiday season. Okay, speak on it. You know, I'm very 
support black owned businesses. Oh shit, what happened there? Let's do stuff, you know, celebrating our culture, our people. What these Negroes done done to your name? So I have two young nephews, three and one years old. Those are my boys. Those are my boys. Shout out to Devon and Cameron. So they're like very smart, learning to read and write. The three year old. I'm about to say that one, yo. He reading already? Nah, but I'm Devon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He take out his uncle. That's me. (laughs) So anyway, I bought them. I wanted to buy them books for Christmas. So looking online, I came across this website. That was mixing hip hop like music, mm-hmm. te- using hip hop to teach kids letters and numbers. So I was excited. I ordered both of the books like late November, and come Christmas, I took pictures of the kids opening the books. I was so excited. Sent pictures to my friends, and one of my friends hit me back, and they were like, "You know, um, there was some controversy around these books." I'm like, "You know, what's the book? What's the controversy?" Sent me this article. First of all, the first problem was was that the, I was not supporting a black-owned business. But a church. So what made you believe it was a black-owned business to begin Just with? the fact that the book had hip-hop in oh, it. Oh, see, that's your J- first mistake. Exactly. They done took our culture from us how many times? And you're going to assume just because it's a rap book or a hip-hop book yep. that it's black? I made a mistake. That's we your mistake, it. okay. This is going to be a, a, a learning episode yeah, shit, Your ass better learn. Come on. So, Preach to me, tell me. So it's not a black-owned business, which is fine. Okay. But not for this particular topic. Second part was, is that um, the developers of this book, I don't want to shout them out because I don't want to give them any like mm-hmm. airtime. Not that, anyway, I don't want to give them any airtime. Back in the day, the husband was on Facebook in blackface. And he oh, had people no. commenting under his picture, calling him the N-word and um, saying like all this derogatory stuff. Was he like, like a Halloween or what was he doing? I don't even know what don't kind of, they're know. Australian. So I don't oh, even know what kind God. of party it was. And they're supposed to be super nah, racist, they by the racist, way. bro. They racist. So Australian I'm super supporting racist, a, a white owned Australian business who have done blackface, has done blackface and still in hip hop culture and put it on their page and still in hip hop. You sure this wasn't Iggy Azalea? No, they might be related. You might be related. She and know still some black culture. But then to boot, so back in the day, they were trying to get the company off the ground. So they had a Kickstarter account. And on the Kickstarter account, um, they wrote that the product was um, for the next generation of hood rats. Oh, and God. you want to make sure that your child is, their rap game is strong when they start school. So this is like the whole premise, the whole Oh God! Foundation for this yeah, you thought book. It was just a fun here, cute book. I thought it was a fun uh, cute some book, and y'all facts. some white people making fun of black people and being and stereotypical. And then you didn't give it to your niece, hood I mean rats, your nephews. Hood, you know, calling us hood rats and making sure our rap game is strong. It's like you're making a parody or making fun of black culture. Like meanwhile making money off black culture. Meanwhile making money off of it, and so. And then on their Instagram account, they had a picture of a white kid in headphones and the caption on it, on the picture said hip hop nigga on it. Oh or a little God, white what the so hell? Like, I kept un- uncovering all this stuff so about the slow. book. God, and I was damn. so upset. So I, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to tell my sister and them because I don't, you know, I don't want her husband to burn the book. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> His I got, a millicent brother. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 
So I so finally I but told know her. Now. I'm gonna say it. Well, no, oh, you already I, told her. I did tell her. I did tell her about the books. I was like, but don't tell you know your husband. I was like, I'll buy y'all some replacement books by some real some real black people. Um, black people. But just doing my research, I'm like, I couldn't send the books back because because I did look into that. Mm-hmm. They don't take refunds. They would give me a store credit, so and I would still have to spend my little though. um little coins my little forty dollars at the store. Damn, four dollars for some books. Two books. Sheesh. Yeah. So that was like another aspect of disappointment that I, um, you know, experienced over the holidays and basically long story short, everybody do your research, make sure you're really supporting a black owned business. I don't know why I just assumed, like I even like sent the link around to some of my friends who bought it for their kids or for their own purposes. You got caught up in it. You and keep, I got forgetting. Up. And that I let, and I let people know, like I didn't notice, you know, I didn't know. Hip hop ain't black deal. culture all the time. Yeah. They stole it from us. They stole they steal it from everything us. from us. So in replacement, I want to shout out a real black owned company. Um, they're called little giants and they have a book called ABCs for the little G. Oh. And it's a board book that um, basically has the ABCs in it. And it's only $13, $12.95. So um, people support wearelittlegiants.com. They are an actual black-owned company with clothes and books for our little kids. And they have clothes for adults um, as, well. as well. So that is how I am rectifying what happened over Christmas. Well, at least you're doing something. And um, I was supposed to write an email to... Cussing them out. The old the company cussing them out. Look, I'm kid, like, you still a Nile culture. Yeah, yeah, they ain't gonna. Well, sometimes you can just send them a nasty email. It don't matter if it, it does anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little something for your for your own soul. That is what happened. We've been positive in, in 2018. I'm not gonna do nothing else negative the rest of the year. Yeah, and not to start off on this like. Oh, here we go. Keep going. No, I'm just it. saying. No, like, no, no, get into it. Get into it. Like, no, not just to start off on a negative note. More negative. More negative. But, more negative. Um, <laughs> I like a negative. I don't. I don't have any other like negative topics to discuss. Aww. Thankfully, I don't want to keep going. Well, give down us some this, positivity this, then. This road of negativity for Aww. 2018. I'm I looking forward. We, we burned it all out in the first episode. We're not burning it all out. The That's, negativity. We we getting rid of our negativity so we can be more positive, more better. Um. You know, hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. Hashtag glow up. Hashtag glow up. Hashtag hashtag. Hmm. Uh, yeah, those are my topics. Those are your two stories? Those are my two right, stories for this week. All right, then. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw one out there. Uh, I don't know how old this is, but remember way back when uh, Trump was on the campaign trail and he pointed out a guy in the audience and said, that guy, that's my African-American. Yes. So that guy's that. name was Greg Chato, I believe. And so Greg Chato is a admitted black Trump voter who now is saying he's upset with Trump. Because Trump is not doing enough for black people. Now, what yeah. in his what in his rabbit ass black ass mind made him think that Trump was going to do something for black people to begin with? But now he says, "I am a Republican, and I ultimately did vote with Trump, though I claimed that my vote was more because I didn't want Hillary Clinton to win." But now I'm very upset because I would like him to show an interest in black people. Why can't he go to a black city? Why can't he trump at black business? Why can't he have more black people in his administration? Why didn't you look this up before you started being a token black guy at this event? He contended Trump's call for law orders really cold language or we're going to arrest more black people. Then why did you vote for him, you stupid bastard? Yeah. Greg Chadle, you are a jackass. 
Your soul, well, you didn't even you didn't even say your soul because you didn't get nothing out of exactly. it. Exactly. Other than him shouting you out, he didn't even say your name. He just said, there's a random guy in the audience, probably didn't know your ass from Adam, and said, that guy's my African-American. And you and soaked up the little 15 minutes right, of fame off right. of it. And now you're upset because the guy you're for ain't doing nothing for black people when he never told you he was. Never, ever. And I know we're a little late on this one too, but her last day is in about 12 days. Amarosa. Amarosa is a big disappointment to the black people. Not that she was ever down for any calls I was down yeah, with, but no. another we, one sold your soul for $180,000. I don't think we liked her from the beginning anyways. What was she on before The Apprentice? Wasn't yeah, she on a know. reality I show I thought she was or just something? a regular woman. I think she was like a regular lady. Uh, whoever but she is. Total little bye-bye her. You a big disappointment to black folk. Uh, you're letting us down. Yeah. You sold your soul for $180,000. And then now you want to come out and talk about, oh, I saw a lot of things I didn't like. Bitch, you knew what you was getting into. And you obviously liked them to stay there for a year. So don't even try to come back to us talking about you witnessed some things and you have she a story to tell shit, and a book to sell. But the fact sell. that he ain't never talked to her he ass. He probably put her close. ass out in the fucking... Uh, Woodshed. She just his little house Negro. Right. She wasn't. She she was not privy. Because she was closer than to she the, was going to be. Exactly. So she took the little paycheck because I don't know who was hiring her before. And yeah. I don't know what she was doing for a little before. And I don't care what she's doing now. No. But she will be officially out of the administration in about twelve days. Even though they probably, I think they kicked her out about a month ago. Yeah. Well, she's still that, getting a little fat check. What she made about sixteen thousand dollars in that nah, month. Nah, she made a hundred. I thought she made. No, I'm saying just for the month that they done thrown her ass on the street. Yeah, she. But it sold your soul for one hundred eighty thousand dollars, a little bit of fame, and I hope nobody don't buy that shitty book of yours. But but you know what? She probably won't pop back up, but Sean Spicer will. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will. Now like when all, that, all people, I'm, yeah. I'm saying, we talking about white people now and the Trump administration. But once all that stuff is over, everybody's gonna forget that they stood up and supported and upheld this man. And and we said we. Well, Sean Spicer admitted he's just a straight lie. Yeah, but, we're not a political podcast. Well, but. we're not at all. But they're gonna have a second come. You know, they're gonna be back in. You know the forefront somehow. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will probably have her own little talk show. Amarosa, you not going nowhere. They used you as a little puppet master to to make some people think that Trump was down with black people and he wasn't, and it didn't work. And David Clark, the sheriff from Wisconsin, oh, best friend. I hope you go down too. You already got banned on Twitter or got a um some kind. You got banned for beating, threatening to beat up somebody or something. Yeah, he said something about drawing blood on tw- talking about the liberal media and um, he another one. And I, I ain't getting on you. If you were like a black black Republican, my grandfather was a black Republican. That's, really? Yeah, that's fine, Danny. It's okay to be a Republican. You don't have to be a Democrat just because you're black. And that's nothing we got to get away from too. Is that don't just join a political party because historically, that is what was so called well, good for black people when we all know no political party has ever been good for black people. Well, and historically, the Democrats right. want to keep us poor and embedded to them because they claim they do social deeds for us. And then Republicans just don't care about us, but they don't really care about anybody that's not really wealthy. And they, they feel the same way. They don't want to give us any social programs to advance ourselves or make us any better, but then they also expect us to not to get by without it and the democrats only want to keep us on social programs so don't vote based on political lines learn about each candidate learn yeah. about what they are, are saying what they're willing to offer and then vote based on that we got to be more educated than that and not just vote for democrats because they got democrats or republicans because they are republicans but but at the end of the day like i agree with that but at the end of the day we wouldn't vote for any candidate that ever comes up for office um and then 
What do you mean we wouldn't vote for any candidate? We, I mean, there were people who didn't want to vote for Hillary because of her husband and her support of policies that found a lot of black, you know, black men arrested for no reason and thrown in jail. Right. Um, we wouldn't have voted for, and then we didn't vote for Trump because it just didn't make sense. So like in this last election, there was nobody really, like we wouldn't have voted at all because they're both evil. Well, I mean, that, well that's the sense. biggest, that's the biggest thing. Damn, we're going to a whole political thing. Yeah. But that's the biggest thing about presidents anyway. No president um, is going to be relatable to average people. No average person, regular person could ever become president. It did about to go down some conspiracy routes, but you 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 got to be tied to a lot of things, connect to a lot of different people, yeah. and you got to have people who are really behind the scenes that control these things to sponsor you to become the president of the United States. Little yeah. Glenn in Brooklyn, New York, that's eight years old right now. Unless a lot of things go in his favor, he's never going to become president. Right, and you see it all the time. You we we never see presidents from. Anywhere, usually it's not like an Ivy League school. We never see presidents that don't have advanced degrees. We don't see average Joe presidents. And I well, say that average Joe should be president. Except for what we're, you know, the guy who's in office right now. But but even him, he was a well-connected, very wealthy, uh, on paper, very educated person. Even though it seems that he does have a lot of yeah, common sense and a lot he, of things. I don't think he had ever had any education. He just had money. But I, I get the point I mean, that you're making. I'm saying, that's what I said. Connected. On paper. Yeah. On paper, he was, you know, he's super educated. I think he was like Wharton or like Penn. He probably paid his well, professors of course, off. We all rich people do a lot of stuff. Dummy. Why we, 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 we off on topic. We off topic. But it also, but just like going into the whole vein of the presidency, the Golden Globes, people are now talking about Oprah should run for president and, and you wanted to run i would not say that but i have a problem with people who have a problem with people who want her to run let us be happy and let us be hopeful that a black woman like oprah like a woman like oprah could run and could run for president and win there's a lot of haters on twitter mm. who are saying we need to stop with personality politics and do you really want oprah to have the nuclear code and do you really want her to be making all these decisions no we really don't but let us just have this little moment where we saw oprah last night on the Golden Globes make this magnificent speech and we all know like the the pull and the power that she has with women as a whole and I think with you know people in general like yeah she could run and win for president even though she probably shouldn't I don't let, know, pe yeah. let people be happy let people dream that little dream don't be shitting on people talking about um, you know Oprah don't need to run for president you're you know you're crazy nah let us ha we need this little you need some joy from Oprah being possible. Need some joy from Canada. Oprah and 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 dreaming that for a little while, even though she would never run. And I don't, I honestly don't think that she would win at the end of the would day. Would you vote for? Yes, I would vote for Oprah. Okay, but I don't think she would run. Well, I, I remember her Oprah run. fan club and book club. Yes, yes. And you did go to Chicago one time. No, I went to Chicago. And you told me to try to find Oprah. Yes, she did. And, and you were also very jealous because a friend of mine met Oprah. Yes. In the Beverly Hills Hotel. One of my friends. When I was there. Rob Jackson met Oprah running well, in Baltimore. Running when she was yeah. doing the Harpo. Uh, and I missed. I Henrietta Lacks thing, right? Yeah. I don't know what she was there for. But I thought she was filming the Henrietta Lacks thing. I, was no. she in that movie or was she like a producer of that movie? Yes. Yeah, you haven't seen I don't, the I haven't seen it. It's really good. And she did a really good job. Girl, you know I ain't got no cable. It's on, I think it's on, no, I'm lying. I was going to say it's on Netflix. It is on Netflix, matter of fact. Right. That's your homework assignment. Well, let me steal your password. Go home and watch um, 
Oprah. All right, but so anyway, you mad because people still enjoy? That should have been my overreaction to the uh, yeah, Republican Party being so oh, no, but their reaction to NBC. NBC put out a clearly a joke um, because in this in the speech last night, well, not the speech, but part of Golden Globes. I didn't watch the show, but I, of course I catch everything up. That Seth Meyers made a joke about he kicked off the Trump presidency campaign because he was doing the. Uh, the White House Correspondents Dinner, mm-hmm. and doing that, he he made jokes about pr- Trump could never be president, and he jokingly said that springboard springboarded Trump to become a president because mm-hmm. he he called Trump like a loser and said he could never do it. So uh, in the joke last night, he said, "Oprah, right, you're a loser. You could never <laughs> become president." And then he said, "Tom Hanks, you're also an evil Ooh, man, and you Tom could never Hanks. become vice president, yeah. like in a joking way." So. NBC tweeted out uh-huh. a picture. Of Oprah said something along the lines of something about from our something about 2020, our future president. Yeah. And these uh, the other side, the Republicans went nuts about the fact that uh, they were like, "Oh, now the media is so biased." This is clearly a joke tweet about a joke made in a joking setting, and they make it seem like this is actual news to say, "Oh, this is fake news." This shows there's a clear bias. Everybody hates the it president. It was a joke, like stupid. And Tom Hanks and Oprah are not going to run away from their beautiful lives to come run this hellhole of a country. Damn, baby, for you, sure. you're trying to get our sponsors cut off. The Don't co- forget, I work for this country. <laughs> in my, you know, my real life. So chill out. Look, chill they out. ain't listening. If you are, f you. No, I'm just oh, joking. Damn, I'm trying, just to me, joking. trying to get me laid off. Anybody trying to get you laid off? The boy. um thoughts and opinions of Christy do not reflect Carlos D. Yes, they do. No. We are twins, more than a year apart. No, we're. So I'm handsome, and you are average. I am beautiful. So yeah, Oprah can be president if she wants to be president. I guess if she really wants to run. And if people want to dream that she can be president, let them dream. Don't hate on them. Like, let us have a little bit of happiness and hope, please. Yeah. So this was supposed to be about black disappointment, but it just turned into a hodgepodge of craziness. So that, that about sums it up. We were like, you know, trying to get back into the swing of things for the new year. Do you have anything else to say, you brown-eyed beauty? Nope. Nothing else to say, you caramel-skinned All right, God. caramel. You're doing too much. Shut up. All right, man. Let's let's uh get out of here. Come back next week, two weeks from now, with something strong. Mm-hmm. Happy 2018. Happy New Year. Yep, yep. And don't forget to uh, send us an email at the POP podcast at gmail.com. Damn, just taking over my thing, huh? Uh, hit us up on Instagram at the POP podcast. And where can they find us? On Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And wherever great and Apple, uh, Apple iTunes. And, uh, I'm all messed up today. I'm drunk, I think. I'm, I, I, you know what? You know I'm off my game. I'm not drinking. <laughs> and not to make light of anybody who has uh, serious alcohol problems, but the fact that I'm not drinking anymore is making me even more messed up in my mind because I can't focus. Plus, I'm not getting enough sugar, man. I feel like I'm going through some stuff, man. I, I, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Alcohol doesn't help you focus. No, no, not focus. I'm just saying, uh, I'm not getting enough sugar. Okay. Well, just get off my back, lady. Now Gosh. I'm irritable. All anyway, right. I, I gotta go because she, she didn't <laughs> put, put me to the goddamn edge. You know, check us out. Rate us, like us, review us. I'm gone. I, I, I can't do it no more. This is Carlos D. This is your girl, Christy. See Thank you for being brave. Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, so we started from the bottom now.